You know, Roll I'm not good with tech. this technical shit, so I have I, I'm fucking I'm I'm bad with the computer shit. You gotta stick it. That's like it gave me a notification like your meetings being recorded, a super federal style. I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Isn't isn't it kind of scary sounding? Yeah, I mean, de definitely it, it's scary, but uh, it's also like I think that they've been watching everybody for a hot minute. So oh it's, yeah. You know, but back, yeah. back, back when, back when like our parents were little and stuff, that I think they were already like being pretty properly surveilled. So, oh yeah, I mean, um, I think that's what this COVID shit's really about too. Is uh, if you think about all the uh schools and how the schools are putting in computers, like all the kids are taking home computers to do Zoom and shit with. So now there's a there's a computer in every child's household, and for work, people have like work computers that they take home. And all those computers, those little laptops, whatever they use, they all have fucking cameras and microphones on them. Yeah, and even in even like in a uh, like in a less panoptic sense too, it's like um, it, they, they give children. Uh, screens now from a young age and um, it, it's like so even if these things say they weren't like actively voice or or video recording which which I'm pretty sure they are too it, it just entrains you to like um, to like trust a screen more than you trust people so you, you'll start like going online and like just just like, like that's, what, that's what Twitter is people go to Twitter and instead of like thinking their thoughts like, like we used to they just go in and broadcast them and they're like oh shit maybe I shouldn't have said that like Maybe, maybe, you know, it's so it's like it, even if it's not like actively recording, it, it, it's like it's in training you to always uh. record, you know, like record you, your reality just becomes like totally tracked. Like whether it, it's like either they're actually doing it or you just start doing it yourself, too. That's like what I guess like broadcasting in general kind of is nowadays. Yeah, you know, it's also giving you the fucking idea that you're being watched and that you should always behave you know what i mean like do you guys know that fucking that thing that elf on the shelf the little elf on the shelf thing that they that they do with kids it's a new fucking thing it's scary nah. as tell, me about, tell me about okay it. okay okay fucking uh i'm surprised you guys don't know it's fucking they're 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 very they're very common it's actually scarily common how you know because it's based it's it, it's from this book that came out Matter of fact, I'm gonna fucking Google it right now because I've been wanting to to talk about this. Um, I've even read a really good piece on it, and it's uh, it they 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 wrote about this elf on the shelf little thing, and Foucault, elf on the shelf. So, okay, let's look it up. So, it is elf on the shelf, book by Bill Shanda and Carol Abersold. The Elf on the Shelf, A Christmas Tradition, is a 2005 American picture book for children uh, written uh, by fucking whatever, whatever. Uh, and the book tells a Christmas-themed Christmas story written in rhyme that explains how Santa Claus knows who's naughty and who's nice. And it's this little elf fucking toy. So the listeners, a lot of listeners don't know what I'm talking about. It's this little elf toy that, like, sits upright. And it's supposed to be this idea that it watches you. So the parents will put the little elf on a shelf or whatever somewhere. And the little fucking this thing is supposed to like, uh, it's supposed to be like, hey, kids, this elf is watching you. And it's going to report back to Santa. So you have to behave. Right. And someone wrote this really good piece about how it's like panopticon. And it like enforces into children's brains that, uh, that, you know, they're always being watched and that they have to behave and that they have to behave because they're always being watched, not because, not, oh, you know, like they should be raised as the idea is like, well, well, you know, you should behave because that's the right thing to do, you know, instead of, oh, you should behave because you're being fucking watched. And if you don't behave, you're not going to get rewarded. You're not going to get like Christmas programs or whatever. So it's this very Foucaultian panopticon fucking idea, this elf on the shelf thing. And I think that's exactly what this fucking, um, what this surveillance shit is, is this idea that, oh, no, you're being watched. You know, they almost want you to know. The NSA and everything wants you to fucking know that you're being watched, you're being listened to, 
and that you should fucking behave. You know, it gives you gives them gives you this sense of uh, you know you need to behave. Yeah, yeah. It also like just it like increases the fear of everything in general too, where it's like always like like people are so worried nowadays about like uh, like being shut down for anything. It's like yeah, that that that's what that is. That's like that's like the end result of that. Like it's sort of, it, it's pretty like simple psychologically too. If you make everything transactional. That's like kind of like the definition of just like simple abuse. So like all of this, like, you know, if you, if you behave, you, you get to do this, you get to do that. Not if you behave, it's the right thing to do. It just, it, it like, exactly. I think, I think we're seeing like the, like that's been like going for, for a while now. And we're starting to see what happens when like, you know, like the third generation or fourth generation of people who have kind of been told that and like, it's dark. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it also really like, okay, do you guys know about gang stalking? Yeah, oh, most definitely. Okay. Beanstalk's so... a gang stalker. He's a gang stalker himself. <laughs> Dude. Oh my fucking God. I've had some like, I have some personal stories, you know, about like crazy, like weirdo haters but they're actually fans and it's actually like my my boy jackie fucking uh, puts the words just really nicely about how like a lot of these really hardcore haters are actually just fans and zach you have this great fucking piece where in it you wrote here i even wrote it down because i was like that's some fucking that's some cold shit where you said um to hate is a serious form of worship right yeah that's a, that's a fact i always tell people who like when people want to like comment their haters and stuff it's like okay number one you don't need to give this guy air time exactly, number two exactly. like this per, number two this person does nothing but give you air time by hating so like you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't know i think the haters are like the biggest fans there are man dude the haters are what makes the fucking world go around fucking hate you know it's actually it's actually the dialectic it's actually they actually love you you know the, the serious fucking haters the people that kind of just like yeah this guy sucks they don't and he doesn't really give a fuck they don't talk about you uh constantly those are really like if you don't if you don't dislike someone that's what if you really dislike someone that's what you should do how you should not not constantly talk about them and post about them and make them more famous and let all your followers know who the fuck they are so that they possibly can go to their shit and then possibly find that they're even cooler than you and start fucking with them or, you know, start fucking with, you know, whoever you're trying to hate on or whatever. But, you know, fucking, uh, you know, the, the people that are haters, they actually are, are fans. They just don't know how to fucking accept that they like something. They think it's cringe to like anything. It's the stupidest kind of, it's like a kind of new phenomenon where like fan culture is such a twisted thing today, stan culture or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, I fucking, uh, you know, to the broader point that I was saying, like, um, people, yeah, people are really scared of, like, this cancel culture shit. And, uh, but anyway, there was this weird thing with, like, you know, people, you know, like, these, uh, the the gang stalking shit and um it's kind of it's i'm i'm kind of already a little bit of a schizophrenic when it comes to like fucking like history shit and like conspiracy theory shit and uh like when you look at the cia and like the how people be you know how they fucking target people like fred hampton and shit like that um it makes me fucking think that like at one point if not already i'm gonna be fucked with you know what I mean, to an extent, you know, like, or anyone that is talking about real shit that the, you know, that people in power don't really want you to talk about and have an audience with, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna fuck with you, but, um, what do you guys think, do you guys, what, what do you guys think is, like, the, the legitimacy of that, do you guys think fucking, do you guys get gang stalked at all, or do you guys think you're close to anything like that? uh personally not not me no i i've never really had haters honestly i don't think that's true <laughs> you don't have any haters dude on not, the, on instagram and shit i mean nobody nobody has like told me that i mean i've had people 
kind of screenshot stuff or talk about it and criticize it. But then they want to be my friend. And it's really, they just want to, uh, it's like they were illustrating what you were saying. They end up yeah. just not leaving me alone. And then they want to hang out and talk. And, Isn't it uh, the weirdest fucking thing? It's like, dude, that's not how you go about it. If you want to be someone's friend. <laughs> well, the, one, the, one thing, the one thing you didn't say about haters is that they just want attention. Yes. And uh, they want attention from who they're hating sometimes. And uh, it's, it's like little kids flirting kind of. Like, yes, exactly. People, people neg to then kind of try to attract. That's how I see it. But I've never had any uh, like serious haters to the point where like someone was trying to drag me from things. Uh, but like when it comes to people I've been in like relationships with, then they'll try to like use personal baggage to fuck with me. Oh, but man, it's not related scary. not related to the internet or like social stuff or clout and stuff like that. I, I've never had true haters in the way that a lot of celebrities do. I, I think what what you were just saying about like never getting to the point where like people try to drag you, I think you like consciously engage in that and it's like like you said it's like little kids flirting like it's like a weird form of like war where, where two people like agree without actually agreeing to like enter into this dumb dance with each other to like essentially just big each other up non-stop but like it's super trumpian actually it's like wrestling style like like in like in, in like the the panoptic coliseum or something like yeah and the I really thing is like yeah, I don't even really engage it with them back, so it kind of dies out real quick. I think it can culminate. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, never I've engage, had, never engage. I've had actual, them. I've had actual kind of um, like schizo paranoia, and I also kind of always think that someone wants to shoot me for some reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, to stay strapped, baby. Yeah, and I've been in situations with police too, where I was like, I know there's a camera around, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk right now. And they said there wasn't, and then I would like look around, I'd be like, well, there's one right there. Like, what do you think about that? And they just like don't say anything. Okay, I've been wanting to talk about this in my podcast actually, um, and I haven't got the chance to. This just happened recently. So I had a police encounter, matter of fact, you just talked about the police, fucking, I just want to fucking, um, I just, it's just fucking on my mind. So I fucking am dipping in my minivan, I just scored some, some shit, and I'm, I'm, I'm on my way home, I want to fucking get home and relax or whatever, you know, and, and uh, indulge and, you know, do my, do my thing or whatever and fucking, so I'm smashing in the minivan. And I see a cop. I fucking spot the nigga, like, fucking, like, hundreds, like, way down the fucking street. So I slow down, and before I get anywhere fucking near him, I'm at the speed limit. So I'm fucking cool. But I was obviously fucking speeding. He probably seen me down the fucking block, like, going pretty fast. He even said, like, oh, I seen the way your shocks fucking went up and down when you hit the bridge and the, the sound of your engine, which I have a fucking whole thing about how I went and talked to the fucking sheriff, the fucking, or the the deputy who runs that motherfucker's uh, thing, and he was like, I've never in my fucking career heard a fucking cop say, use that excuse to fucking as a thing for speeding or whatever. So I'm going to get all this shit, you know, taken off my record and, like, cleared because it was fucking horse shit. But let me tell y'all, let me tell you guys this fucking shit, dude. So the motherfucker pulls me over, then we get to a stop sign, and then I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to make it hard for this asshole. So I stop at the stop sign, and then he, he signals for me. I look in my rear view mirror, and he's, like, you know, waving his hand to the right, you know, telling me to, like, take a right and get off the stop sign or whatever so he can pull me over, like, on the more down the street or whatever. So I take a right, and I'm fucking going down the street, and, I, and I'm finding a place to park, and I'm slowing down about to park. But I was going a little further down the block or whatever, but, you know, I was fucking kind of high. And, uh, you know, I'm slowing down the stop. So as I'm slowing down the stop, the motherfucker pulls up to the side of me, hops out of his car, and he has his fucking gun drawn. With his gun drawn. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm like mixed up oh. in something something else. So then he's yelling, he's cussing me the fuck out. He's like, he's like, stop the fuck. He's like, turn the fucking car off. Throw the fucking keys out of the car. 
I got my fucking hands in the air. Dude, what's going through my mind is I'm thinking I'm going to be the next motherfucking George Floyd. Okay, I'm thinking there's going to be fucking protests and shit about me. I think I'm going to be the next fucking George Floyd. That's what's going through my mind. <laughs> I have my hands in the fucking air. I do what he says. I throw the fucking keys out of the window. <laughs> I throw the keys out of the window. I get out of the car. He fucking t- throw, grabs me, throws me on the hood of his car, puts me in fucking handcuffs. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, yo, cussing him the fuck out. What the fuck's going on? And he says, you were trying to ev- evade me. You were trying to not stop. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You think I'm going to try to run from you in the minivan or whatever? So he said I went a few, you know, oh, a little too far for his liking or whatever. So I'm in the back of the fucking cop car. I'm cussing the fuck out. I'm like, you over fucking exaggerated. Anyway, he's like, you know, I could get you for trying to evade me and uh, ruin your shit. So, you know, get your license taken away. Or whatever. But he's like, I believe in second chances. So I'm going to do you a favor and just write you for speeding. And I'm like, what the fuck ever? We're going to see what, how this shit turns out in fucking court or whatever. Da, 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 da. I'm like talking shit. So he lets me go. And I fucking finally, you know. But anyway, I go and talk to the fucking people at that run his shit. And they're going to get this motherfucker in big motherfucking trouble. The guy said he's never heard anyone say that you can write a speeding ticket because he's seen my fucking shocks go up and down in the, in the sound of the engine. So I'm going to get my speeding ticket cleared. And fucking, because I just got in trouble for fucking getting in this car crash without a motherfucking, uh, my car insured, like, months ago, like, fucking a year ago. And so I almost fucked my shit up real bad, but I was on this, like, thing or whatever while I wasn't supposed to get pulled over. But that's going to all get cleared, and I just wanted to say, yeah, it was a crazy encounter, and that shows how these fucking cops, you know, like, I'm, I'm fucking, like, sometimes I'm, you know, I used to be, like, a cab, but then ever since it's this crazy, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter shit was going on. I was like, you know what? A cop, a cop is a hard job or whatever. I kind of respect police, or, you know, to an extent. But goddamn, they are still fucking power-hungry assholes, you know? I'll never forget that. that they, are, they are still power-hungry assholes. And this fucking little short bastard, manlit bastard, could have killed me. And fucking, you know, I just wanted to talk about that on the pod. But anyway, back to what we were talking about, you know, fucking, uh, have you guys had any, had any bad police encounters? Oh, oh man, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that in a second. I, I let, let me say real quick too. Um, you should start using like, you, you, like you should do a logo where it's like a your picture and, and like in like, um, like uh pen and pixel font, it says drug call gang on the top and then below it, the next George Floyd. <laughs> that, that, was, yeah. that would be dude. smart shit that would be, that would be hard yeah. well dude oh. I thought I, that's what I'm thinking is like I'm about to get fucking killed and then there's gonna be riots and shit after this shit because this is like a horribly unjustified this no fucking reason this guy should have his gun out but yeah the fucking deputy even said uh, yeah this guy he had no fucking reason to have his gun out or whatever because my mom you know she's like used to work at like the courthouse or whatever so she's real connected she helped me out with this shit or whatever you know but uh we went and talked to these fucking people and fucking they were like yeah like this is ridiculous there's no fucking reason he should have his gun out this guy's gonna like get in trouble this is fucked up but dude that's all i was thinking was like bro i'm about to get motherfucking george floyded right now or fucking who's someone that's gotten shot fucking uh who's someone that's gotten shot unjustly Trayvon. Trayvon Martin. Yeah, dude. That was fucking horrible, man. We honestly do, we tend to do forget that, you know, yeah, the fucking ACAB and the abolish the police, that all, that shit is all fucking retarded, but the cops are still, can be fucking like fucked up, fucked up situation, fucked up system. Yeah, look, I know, I'll keep it a buck. Like, I don't, um, I don't hate on anybody, especially anybody trying to make money. Like, like, you you got, you got to eat, but at the same time too, like, I mean, like I, 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 I was skateboarding from since I was like really, really young. I mean, I, I stopped Damn. doing it a long time ago. When I was a teenager, that was my shit, and uh, so I like you know got into it with cops really, really young. Um, and most of them are just pussies, you know. Most of them yes. are like, like e- even like in, in here, NYPD, NYPD is like, I mean, they actually really got defunded in the last year. They got their budget cut by like two billion, and uh, oh shit! I mean you. Yeah, you could see it. Like, yeah, I used to see cops every fucking three minutes walking around. I can go a week now without seeing one. But um, you know, like, like you getting shit with NYPD. Like, they like to wait till they have like six or eight of them there to rough you up. Like, even two of them at once don't even use it. Like, they might 
going on you a little bit, but like it's it it's they're they're really on some like I mean look like the people I went to high school who became cops, they they were kids who like were, were just like, like yeah, or even like some of them weren't totally bullied, but they were just like losers who like not like 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 loser losers, like not like us, but like you know, like like just people with like no friends and like 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 got like maybe like you know like straight C's, maybe like played sports, but like barely got to play games type shit, like just really like nobodies who kind of had something to prove. Really, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I, I you can't beef with anybody. Like I'm, I'm still, you know, if I, I'm, I'm like, I'm full, of, I'm full A cab. Yeah, right. Well, no, hey, dude, I, I, I also used to be a skater and I and I love even, you know, and when I go to New York, I have like a homie let me borrow a board or whatever. And I still love skating everywhere and popping up my board and being able to get on the subway and shit like that's so sick. Fucking knowing how to skate when you're in New York and to get around like that. Like I do that still to this day, but I used to be more of a skater. That was like all I used to do. And um i've had bad experiences with, with police on a number of fucking occasions this recent one was one of the worst um because the fucking yeah. gun being drawn on me and shit and um Fucked. i'm a cab yes and i you know here's the thing i'm starting out as someone who's like you know a kind of you know i used to fucking like sell dope and shit like fucking like obviously i do not I don't get along with the police. The police don't fucking get along with me. I'm starting out as that. But then as I started to learn and have more empathy and start learning about people's situations, and then especially with this ACAB shit, I, you know, I have a little bit of a contrarian, uh, you know, contrarianness in me, you know what I mean? So like mm -hmm. when I see people saying ACAB and everything, it makes me kind of think, hold up. These are some, a lot of these people are working class guys that are just trying to do good. And there are, I have met good cops. Well, you know what I mean? I used to hate that. I used to hate when people said this shit, honestly. You know, I used to like, but, no, yeah, fuck yeah. that. All cops are bastards. Fuck that. But as well, I got a little older, I fucking, you know, started to realize, you know, a little bit. Yo, check it too. I mean, I'm not gonna, um, I'm going to try to not, not dry snitch on myself too much, but like I'm from a family where like there was criminals and cops and, and they both like did the same shit basically. And they did it with each other. And like, I, I learned pretty young that like, yeah, there's not much of a difference. Most, most cops are just people who are like trying to make, like just make some bread so they can live, have a family. Like they, they wanted the right thing, you know, but uh, like, it, it, I don't know. It like, they're slimy too and like the same way you could say like most criminals want to do the right thing but you know it's just i, I kind of look at it all like it's all everyone just has their hustle you know and so you just got to know what to avoid like i don't like i don't know if you want to break the law learn how to break it and get away with it you know like facts, facts. see that's you know, also like, why when i went and talked to these deputies or whatever i was hella like you know they really took my side because i've never been in trouble for shit i have a clean record like the amount well, of fucking dirt lucky, i've been man. involved with for fucking how clean my record is it's pretty fucking astonishing actually um but uh because i just know how to do this shit man it's fucking intelligence man and also you know my family bro my fucking uncle he was involved with, like, fucking Mac Dre and shit, bro. People think my uncle was the guy who got Mac Dre murdered, bro. They were just talking about my uncle on True and On podcast because they did a whole episode <laughs> about Mac Dre. Yeah, dude. Yeah. My boy fucking Victor fucking was just telling me. And he showed me the episode or whatever and, and showed me the part where they mentioned my uncle's name. And I was like, what the fuck? But uh, they did a whole episode on Mac Dre. And, uh, uh, yeah, dude, fucking my, uh, my uncles were involved with it, them or whatever. They used to, dude, those are fucking conspiracy that they thought my uncle, they wanted to kill my uncle, dude, because they thought that he got, was involved with his murder. So what's up? He was in my, he was now? in my uncle's car, bro, whenever he got murdered, actually. Yeah, you don't, so, oh, let me, let me circle back real quick, too. And it, it, let me just answer it directly. You can confirm with Beanstalk. I've, I've never been in any trouble with the police. Never. Never once in my life. But uh, I, the, uh, the, the schizo one, the gang stalking question, um, I, I do think that stuff is kind of real. 
um and yes, i don't i'm not I even talk, i'm not talking i'm not talking about like um like fans and haters and stuff like i do think there are people out there who who get followed and um and things like that um but i do think it's also really easy to, to fall into that when when you just like live in like like the panopticon essentially like i've, I've fallen into that before and then i'm like i like fall into it for weeks and started thinking that like every single person in my life is a planted agent and stuff like that. And then I like think myself out of it and I'm like, Oh man, like you got to chill. I noticed the more time I spend with screens, like the more time I spend on my phone or on the computer, the more I start thinking stuff like that. I start making all these like crazy, like conspiracy style connections. Like, well, so-and-so like his, his, his parents were in the military, his grandfather worked for NASA. Like, Blah, 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 Don't blah, even blah, blah, get blah. me going, my nigga. Yeah, I yeah, be and, tripping and, on that shit, dude. Yeah. But I try not to even talk about it because it starts to make it more real in my head. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? That, that, that's what it is. I, I, I always joke about this kind of stuff. Like, uh, I think like, like Alex too, both of us. But like, it's the type of thing where like, I've brought these jokes like into people's lives and it's like really bombed them out for the long term. So I, I like try to, to keep it kind of calm now because it, it's it's like it, it goes from being like haha that's like that's really funny that's like kind of cute like I, I can see the humor in this to like a few weeks later just being like well no like i can't eat food from like any stores in this neighborhood because the cia is poisoning my food blah 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 like i've seen some pretty crazy stuff like spiral out of control with, it, with this kind of thinking so uh well when i was when i was 13 i actually got arrested um from an undercover who is um yeah at at a at a uh, food market it was like it was like um what do they call it it was like a uh a secret shopper so that kind of started getting a lot of paranoia i can see that man i can see that like uh because fucking staying with you for the rest of your life some of the some of the biggest kind of psychosis I've been through was thinking people were actors, like even up to the point where thinking doctors were actors. Oh yeah. And you know, the thing is is like when you start being interested in a lot of ideas, but you also have what they call a mental illness, you start seeing the truth of your illness as well, because it's like, well, doctors are actors. Yes. Like like yeah. everyone, like everyone is an actor. So once you once you know that, then it starts getting muddied with even like deeper misinformation. Right, because you 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 start realizing too that like so we're all like just raised to be actors. Like there's this whole like 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 there's this whole like medical Hollywood military university system that like entrains yeah. us to be actors. Oh, dude, like. Gener- like, 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 okay, like I went to a dentist recently and it was like, okay, you need to get this tooth pulled. And then he was like, you know, you might as well get that other one pulled too, because like with both out, there'll be less chance of food getting stuck there and you could save yourself some work like in a couple of years. And in my head, I'm like, dude, this guy's trying to make a sale on me. Like do what you need to do. Yep. And it's like, it's not just that people are actors just to be actors. It's that everybody has a motive. Right. So and it, it, par- Paranoia is like, it, it's like that, that, that wise quote, just because they're after, like, no, what is it? It's like, just because something doesn't mean that they're not after you. you know yeah, I forget exactly what it is, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, 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 I think, I think you and I have talked about this a lot. How it's like a lot less panoptic than people think, and it's more just like long-term entrainment. Where it's like, and it's not. It's it, it, it's like in the sense that it's like it's like, um, they don't really need to have like a, a full-on twenty-four-seven panopticon going. When I this kind of what I was talking about earlier, where it's like. It, people just upload their realities to the screens now. So if they if they ever think to be like, okay, we need to check and see what this person's been doing, it's like we've willingly volunteered everything about us for free. 
You know what I mean? Just in, in like in terms of like blabbing on social media, putting well, yeah, birthdays. because they want they they want to design their products like based off of us, so they need our data. And so this gets kind of into like like a kind of the actor thing. It's like everything just becomes an advertisement for like this kind of show that we act in. It's actually just an advertisement for more advertisements. You know, it, it's all like that. Yeah. That's kind of like it's all. Just that's why. That, that's why I think. Yeah. No. No, it's no, all like, well, no. Sorry. Go for it. Go for it. I was gonna say it's just like this intense branding. Whereas, like, even now, now we like we we branded like a, a sickness that's been going around. That that's like the biggest thing now. Everyone's thing is either to be like pro COVID or anti COVID, but everyone talks about it. It's like yeah, remember we were we were talking about with Devin where it's almost like branding water. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like the most like. It's like so. It's so base and, and like 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 easy. It's actually like it's so genius. It's like no, these are the things that we can actually make into like living hashtags and make a shitload of money off. Yeah, because no one wants to hear. Like people get really upset when you're like, well, I just don't want to talk about it. Like, I just don't. I don't really have an opinion. Like like I I see this shit out there. I. I What's real? I'm not a fucking doctor on this or that. People, people don't. It's like it, it's like free content for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah, can yeah, either yeah, like yeah, rage. Yeah, yeah. They can just rage about like vaccines or lockdowns or whatever, or they can just rage about like people who don't wear masks and don't take vaccines. Either way, it's like you get this. You know, it's fed, like fed it, to you. it seems like when you when you get older. And you just become more conscious of media, you realize that there's sort of something to get excited about, like every year. Like, like mm-hmm. the party sort of never dies. Like, media will be forever. Like, it's never boring because even if it was boring, people would figure out a way to not make it boring. Yeah, and that that's that's a uh, that's a really good point. How they 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 like give us these new things. Like if if you know like notice like towards the end of Trump, that's when COVID came like smashing in. It's like the no, exactly, exactly. You know? it's like there's always and the thing is is like we don't even fucking know if all the timing of this isn't even like designed in some way. You know what I mean? Like every everything yeah. is kind of timed, and and there's like um, you know meetings about when information gets dispersed yeah that's the one place that like uh what we call like schizo paranoid conspiracy theories really actually are like usually 100 percent true is like just media planning like not yeah. not necessarily the the events that that right. that happen in the real but much more like the the way they tackle certain things you know yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you and I have talked about two words, like, in a sense, what they call schizophrenia or paranoia, that's just like an actual, like, very healthy response to living in, like, a world fragmented by media. It, 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 yeah. It's, it's, and it, the thing it, is, is really, that a lot of the, a lot of the people who um, end up having these kind of things are people, like, very tied in to media and, um, yeah. and know a lot. So the the whole thing about like putting meaning in places where there aren't any, well, it's like the more knowledge you have, the more input you have, the more output you'll have. So it can just kind of be exaggerated. Yeah, that that's definitely true. That that's true. I mean, I I had to quit like social media for for months and shit when when the George Floyd stuff happened because it was just like this like, immediate information onslaught and i'm already like super sensitive to info in general it wasn't it didn't have anything to do with the event it was just like whoa people are like this is like the uh yeah and just like this hyper uh participatory like reality type thing where it's like everyone's gonna tell you like what they think about it like whether they they they, they like it or hate it and like you, you get like judged on like a scale of like yeah yeah well, you know, I, I, I think... a big a big part of my personality over the last couple of years 
developed because of the expectation of people having opinions. And that's why sometimes I'll just say things that I don't even necessarily mean or like believe in is because I just want to sort of like make opinions themselves an absurd thing, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Like, uh, I kind of feel like that's always been like sort of part of my sense of humor too, with like stuff I've done. It's just kind of like to take like really like, like two, maybe like different opinions and combine them into like one type or to like, just like blow one opinion out to like, so you can see how retarded it actually is. Like, yeah. 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 Cause it, it's weird. I, 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 um, I feel like with like the younger people that I meet nonstop, it's like, um, they're very opinionated and it's not a bad thing, but it's like, I feel like we're, we're definitely like, there, there's barely like, we're way past the time when like like yo do you remember when we were like young kids like older men especially like they had no opinions on anything yeah you know yeah what, do you know what i'm saying like especially it was, it was working just, class working working men yeah yeah like especially like like some of the older dudes that i work with who are like in their 70s or 80s like they not nah, to have an opinion that's like just a feminine trait it's a know? feminine trait, you know what i mean exactly yeah, to, to, or to, to like have an opinion about every single thing. I mean, obviously yeah. it's unavoidable. Obviously it's unavoidable. And especially like we always have a gut reactions where it's like, well, no, this is how I feel. But like, I feel like people do really get caught, especially too with, with, with the internet being like a, it's like a. Uh, but you can get, you can gain cachet for your opinion. Right. Like your, your right. opinion is like a currency now. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas it used to kind of just be like, 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 of course, people who like made art or wrote ha had opinions and shit, yeah. but like, they, they were almost like kind of, they were revealed more as like humorous or just like weird that they, they weren't like what sold the person. Yeah. Whereas, whereas now I think people who make really good shit and people who make really bad shit, both is overshadowed by what they think. You know, or like, or not what they think. No, sorry. It's not even thought. It's what they feel and like how they broadcast these feelings. Yeah. It's I, uh, I, I just see people, I just see people as bots. Same, dude. Same. NPCs, bro. Everybody's NPCs. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, that's like, oh, go on, go on. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna, like, yeah, you know, and um, it's funny too, like, it, just with the NPC thing, it's like, um, you know, because people think memes are like, uh, are like right wing inherently or something. People don't, people like don't usually, I mean, a lot of people do, but the majority of people think that, that memes are like uh, sort of polarized or pushing an ideology when it's like, no, like a good meme is something that like applies 100% to, like, like NPC is like, come on, that's like both like libs and like MAGA boomers, you know, like, like we was Kangs like that, that that's like both like, that's like, you know, like, like Hotep, but also like Wignat LARPers too. Like it, it like it, good memes work for both. No, did you ever, things. did you ever see the black defense of we was Kangs called we was caves? No, but that sounds amazing. Because because what what black people were trying to neg was that like while they were like doing more culturally interesting things like white people stayed in caves, so it was like yeah we was cave <laughs> like look up like look up we was caves memes like they're pretty funny. Well, that that yeah, see that's it's not completely crazy. false either. If y'all know about the the fucking uh, the motherfucking Moors. Which I think I have genetic ancestry to. That's why I'm. That's why beyond like my fucking like intellectual shit is the Moors, which it's actually like an under an underappreciated and under talked about piece of history. How they really brought a lot of like uh like uh, the idea of like politics and philosophy and like the the like the way we like govern societies and civilization and shit. They really brought a lot of that from like north africa to like spain and shit like that it's actually pretty crazy and uh you know uh, people don't it. really talk about it a lot check it i was but um, they were they were like north africans 
Yeah, yeah. Ch- check it. I was I was in jail with a dude who was um like in, in the Morris Society. He was he was a five percent guy, but he oh, would no like join shit. the Morris Society. Yeah, and he was like, yo, it was like nonstop, like just like all day. Him, him and I, bro. You know, all I know about this shit because the black side of my family too. They be on that shit. That's how I know about this shit. So that, it is totally like a prison culture fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And those are the people too who are like the 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 real smart motherfuckers, but like kind of schizo too. So they can really yeah. like the. But um, yeah, the the, the Morris Society like um, there's like a whole uh, how do you say that? It's like an esoteric type thing where it's like um, here in New York we have this thing too, like the Nawabian Church. Which like I think Jay Z was that? actually born into. It's it's this dude. Um. Oh, excuse me, Doc Malachi York. Um, and he's just like he he's like sort of like I don't want to say Doctor Sebi adjacent, but he's like you know he's like black mystic, like real like interesting. Um, you know, like kind of like like uh. I believe Jay-Z actually was born into that church, but like in the nineties, like, like prodigy mob deep and like, uh, uh, like a bunch of other dudes, they were, they were real into this, this Malachi York shit. He was, he was like really pushing like anti-vaccine shit in the nineties, really hard. Like, um, like Illuminati type stuff, reptile stuff. It, it's, it, it's some cool shit. It's, it's a little, it's a little more, uh, a little Bro. more like, you you know my 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 boy fucking Jeff Schollenberger he fucking put me on this shit like even when I met him at this party we were fucking drinking and shit and he was telling me about how like uh you know old dirty bastard and a lot of conspiracy culture shit comes from prisons and old dirty bastard and like nineties rap culture and shit like that and uh, oh. He did a whole episode on this one guy who wrote a book called, like, The White Horse or some shit. Um, Behold fuck, the I'm blanking. Horse? What? Yeah, Behold the Pale Horse? Behold, Behold the, pale the Pale Horse. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who that's by? What's his name? Goddamn. Uh, William Cooper. Bill William Cooper. Cooper. Yes, Bill Cooper. Yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah. He was, like, the fucking OG, like, Alex Jones type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, like... I'll I'll keep it real. Like in, in the nineties, it was like hood dudes who got me into like the crazy conspiracy stuff. Same, like, same, smoking, yeah. You, you'd be smoking weed or something, and then just start being like, "Yo, like, <laughs> yo!" I used to talk to this homeless guy, and he said that when he was in the army, that he'd be like put into these rooms, and like he would be watching footage of like giants and stuff. What the fuck? yeah man like i've talked to some pretty wild dudes who tell me shit like that like where there was people as like tall as the trees and stuff i swear to you bro in new york fucking i've i've met like i would be out fucking like fucked up or like trying to score or whatever out in new york in the middle of the night and i'll just be getting these deep conversations with the homeless crackheads bro like i swear to god bro i've gotten i've done this like a thousand times yo that's always been my thing even when i was a little kid and i would talk to like schizophrenics and i'd like talk back to them even if it didn't make any sense and like i've learned a lot from like these people and there was a guy that came into my work actually he was a homeless dude And he started like talking to me and I just had a conversation with him and my boss saw this and he was like, yo, you got to get the fuck out of here. And I was like, oh, I didn't even want to say that. Like I was just talking to him and he's like, you have to think about the health of everybody. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But like, I didn't even think to like send him out of the office. I was like, oh, he just wanted to talk. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's oh, like, what, you've seen him as, like, a human being and not someone to, like, step over even if they're fucking bleeding to death? That's how New Yorkers be, bro. They yeah, fucking, I mean, like, the they thing don't want to talk see to it. nobody, the thing especially is, is you get, not homeless you get, people. You get numb to it because you see it all the time, and you do have to, like, think about worst-case scenarios, but, like, I've never really been fucked with those people because, like, I'll usually just have a conversation or, like, give them a piece of my sandwich or, like, I- I've... It's kind of weird. Like, I grew up, like, working class, I'd say. Um, 
but I've always gotten along with people that really did live on the street. And I would never like rep that I'm some like hood person, but I've had lots of conversations with people that were in that situation. And there's really nothing but love, you know? Yeah, same. Oh, that, that's a fact. That's a fact. And like, uh, that there just is something that I think this goes beyond like neighborhoods and stuff too. There just is something to like, um, and I know this is like a, like a super like live the thing that like lives love to say too, but like lived experience is like people are just, you know, like same like working class or like street, like when, you, when you're doing things with your hands and your body all day, that always translates into like a, a better um, like fiction or metafiction than someone who like studies words all day. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when, yeah. When, you talk to, when you talk to someone who studies words all day, like you can like, there's still like knowledge and understanding like, you can still build like definitely maybe even more so but like it's just like when people people who have like a lot of physical experience with stuff they they tend to paint like a very physical picture they don't just like focus on like more more language-based structure or whatever yeah it's it's very strange right because i think about these things all the time like i'm very attracted to kind of like hood culture and uh I always just think about that because not everybody is. And it's just like something to analyze. Because for me, it's definitely not something to romanticize, but I am yeah. very attracted to it. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, um, I, I, I think, and, and this might sound a little histrionic, but I, I think it's like, um, that's like the, where the modern day prophecies happen. Like, I, I right. think it, if you... Well, exactly, dude. That's where you find like, the most re- like religiosity, the most like yeah. faith, the most demons. Like, yeah, because yeah. you have to re- you have to reach certain lows to like get to certain highs. You know, hell well, yeah. And, and so so check it out too. Like this this might be I don't think it'll be long winded, but so like check it. Like when you study religion or when you study esotericism, like of course the content matters, but what you're really doing is like you're. Uh, the form of, of how you, how your thoughts change over time when you expose yourself to like this kind of thinking and these patterns, mm. that's what matters. Like, w- I think where that's carried on the most is just like in, in places that, that, that still, it, it, they're just as media damaged as any place else, but they, they do have ties to certain traditions that like typical, like, like modern culture doesn't in a sense yeah. where it's like it, it, there's just more ties to the physical still so i i think that's like when you go into zones like that there's a certain pattern of like like esoteric traditional thinking that that you're well you're also into. also when you're when you're lacking traditional or so-called traditional like structures so like if you're actually living on the street and you're not around the clock all the time and you know you're not punching in, punching out, sleeping at all times of the night and day. Like you are reaching a sort of more naked reality. You know, you are right. you are reaching a reality that's like less contrived. Right. Well, and and so like simple things too. Like if if you're sleeping outside, you know, um, you stop noticing the night and day, and like the same way people's people who live indoors do because like like when the sun goes down who gives a fuck that doesn't mean it's time to go to bed you know what i'm saying like right especially if especially if you're sleeping outside in the city because like shit you might not want to go to bed till like 4 a.m 5 a.m and just catch like two three hours while it gets light out you know like it it, it's like yeah it really does like you're just more in like a twilight zone you know like a few yeah yeah, well, I was actually, I was thinking about this today, just in like a, a simpler sense, like when you work full time and when you don't, it's like you just have such, you experience time so fucking differently. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's almost like, I, at least I, I think when you, when you have like your, your time packed with like, a, with some sort of job, it's pretty hard to fucking get bored. You know, like I, it, it, even if you even if you're frustrated and stuff, you're not really bored because it's like, you're always like thinking like, okay, like I need to get time to do this, get time to do that, get time to do that. Like, yeah. 
there, there's so many different things that can just like uh that's like the time hole shit dude there, there's there, there's mad stuff that can just like re reacclimate how you experience time i mean yeah that's like eat, eat like uh so check it. Like, I think it's pretty obvious. Jail is obviously one or, or, or like being incarcerated anywhere in some sort of institution. But like, so COVID kind of really did that to people too. Like the lockdown, because I mean, I'm sure we all know people who like literally didn't leave their house for two or three months, like stocked yeah. up once in like mm-hmm. seven masks, seven, seven sets of gloves. So I, some of them uh-huh. like, might not have even barely left the house, but it, it definitely like. Yeah. They're pro COVID. Cove darns. I mean, the only way it's got to be, man. Pro COVID. Pro. I'm 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 pro COVID, bro. Same. I think I think oh it's I think God. it's a great. I think it's a great production. I think it's a well-made production. It's 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 selling to people. It's selling it's selling hotter than anything else on the market. It's a good I mean, market. It's a good market, bro. I'm trying to get into that market. Have you guys made any money off the stock market and shit through this shit? For the full episode, go to the Drug Cult Gang Patreon. Link is in the description. Check it out, done. Them niggas ain't ones to be blowing off the top and shit. I'm tired of shit. Done, I'm about to dock the bitch and leave him stiff. Force me to fifth. So I can bless the guard with gift. Yo, nigga, noy, what's the topic? Yo, the topic is this. Let me start from the beginning at the top of the list. First of all, them dyke niggas with that space down shit. I stick a rocket up in the ass and give them a lift. My marvelous mob is tiny. Intoxicant, beast with morphine raps. You get dope from in the YD shit. Phoenix, now get your fix, cause you need it. Fucking up your intervenors. The infamous small top secret. The only way you weaken this is if you peek in this. Snake DB niggas mischievous. Knowledge in the ground behind the scene on some snake shit. With vultures, water from the mouth, but we can taste it. We just waiting with patience. Yo, done. Check the cross examination. These niggas faking. Till you can scream, you can fiend, you can dream for the bacon. Or you can snatch the Mac for the fact it ain't banging me. Man, damn. Man, damn. Fuck, you scared, motherfucker. Uh, 